This is Dai Zenshubi XD Podcast, episode 148, for the week of October 5th, 2008. Hey guys, it's Mike. You may notice that the show is starting slightly differently right now. There's no bumper music yet and all that regular stuff. You're gonna get all that. Hold on, it's coming. But we have to describe what this episode is going to be before you really start listening to it. Mary, you were here Friday night. Yes, for, let's say, version one of this episode. Yes, and I think we're only gonna get version 0.5 of this episode, maybe point two five of this episode, is gonna be you and me, a little bit of Julian, uh, a little bit of Jeff, because he decided to come do the show with us. This show is supposed to be an in-depth topic and discussion about the live-action movie, and specifically the trailer that got leaked online this week. But I think this is a pretty good omen about the movie, a good... I don't even know how to describe it, because the show couldn't really end. It couldn't happen. It will not happen. It will never see the light of day. Do you want to describe what happened? Um, a little bit of incompetence on my part. Uh, we had some technical difficulties recording Julian's part, which is why he's in a little, uh, Frankenstein-esque properties. I don't know how to describe it. So basically, you're going to get the opening stuff of the episode, where we talked about everything except the live-action movie and its trailer, and then you're going to get a little bonus afterwards. Our buddy Herms from Kanzentai recently went over to Japan, and he tried to sneak into the Jump Anime Tour to see the new special that just debuted over there. And needless to say, I say he tried to sneak in, he didn't actually sneak in. You're going to get the whole story there. So that's what this episode is going to be. It's going to be uh, intro stuff, and then Hearn's little story. I think that's it. Good times. Good times indeed. So we are working with what we have. We are. We apologize, but hey, you know how it goes. So uh, without any further ado, here is part of your regularly scheduled episode of Dazenshu EX. Welcome to Dazenshu EX. The podcast. An extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fansite. Dazenshu EX. We cover anything and... Everything. Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of everyone all at once. Come on, one, two, three. Entertaining. Entertaining. Oh, go team, go. Hey, everyone, what's up? Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Lots of people here. It's an exciting week. Lots of things happening. Lots of things about to happening. Let's go around and say hello to everyone. Over here to my right, that's uh, Mary. Hola. How are you, Mary? Yes, I'm I'm fine, thank you. You're fine, thank you? Yeah, I'm uh, not cranky because it's not hot anymore outside when we do the podcast, so we can have like the windows open and stuff, so it's yeah, actually comfortable now. Lots of ambient noise because we get the windows open and the fan going and I don't care. And kitties. And kitties. Oh, that's right, the kitties are still out too. They're rolling about. Tyler was somewhat smart. He went into the open window in the bedroom. He is a smart man. Let's uh, go to the voice in the distance next. Which one? Uh, the, the internet distance. <laughs> I'm the disembodied voice. What's up, Julian? How you doing? I've become an artificial construct loaded into a computer network and expanding infinitely. But um, other than that, been fairly quiet here. I did start at a different school in the same city because my contract is six months and six months. And so I've been sort of settling in there and getting used to the new school. But it's not too bad other than the longer commute. Uh, there's the chorus that's having its little retreat this weekend, which means I get to go up into the mountains of Wakayama Prefecture and not have any cell phone or internet for a night. Nice! <laughs> you can get all sorts of work done now. It's going to be just a lot of um, singing, basically. Sweet! I like to get away from technology every once in a while. It'll be called a honeymoon, Mike. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Zing! 
All right, sweet. We got one last person. He uh, invited himself onto the show this week. Yeah, because um, someone said they were going to fart around this episode, and I'm like, hey, I got nothing to do Friday night. <laughs> so I believe I also said last night that I was going to sit around in my underwear. Yeah, this is true, and so only half of the bargain has been fulfilled, <laughs> but there's still time. There's still beer to be had. We'll there's get there. There's still beer to be spiked, it's, exactly. It's outside in the backseat, and we'll have to go get it at some point. Yeah, fantastic. Jeff. Yes, backseat I am. Backseat beer. <laughs> backseat Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no backseat Jeff this episode. Uh, yeah, I guess um, I'll describe... Oh, wait, I have to introduce myself. My name is Mike. Perhaps you know me as Vegito EX, and I've been running this uh, circus... What do you call... I don't like the word circus anymore. What else can we call it? Extravaganza? No, That's no. It's also circus-related. Variety. Asylum, yes. yes. I've been yes. running this asylum for 10 years. <laughs> I like that. A podcast portion for coming up on three years. Uh, good time. So, this episode, what we're going to do... Mary, you mentioned honeymoon. Yes. Wedding. Things are coming up. Two weeks. We got two weeks left. So basically, we're kind of in crunch mode on that stuff. I can't really put in the time to do a manga review of awesomeness like we were supposed to this week. I think. <laughs> Jeff, you actually reminded me earlier this week, and I went, uh, maybe not this week. Yeah, somebody happened to not remember what week of the month it was. I was busy doing other things. You're excused. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm here right now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going to push that off. Maybe we'll record it early for a show for next week. I can't guarantee anything for the rest of October. Hopefully, you can understand and sympathize with that. But we do have no. We want no. content, Mike. Right, fine. I will get, not get your married. priorities straight. <laughs> entertain me on the internet. All right. Fine. <laughs> I don't care if you marry me. I want a podcast. No, you, you don't even listen. Oh right. Whoops. <laughs> That's something. I can entertain you every single day. And I you do. And do. You do. You can and do Speaking and will. Speaking of must. entertaining, that's what this episode is going to be. Pure entertainment. Because we are going to talk about pretty much one thing exclusively after some general stuff. And that's the, quote, trailer, quote, that came out this week for the live action movie. You know, we've kind of been sliding in things here and there about the movie. We're trying not to cover it like so much because it kind of runs itself into the ground. Well, wait, I mean, did you, did you just put entertaining in that trailer in the same sentence? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Jeff. I oh, found it entertaining. All right, for well, all the wrong we'll get, reasons. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. they're the right reasons. That's for you to decide. <laughs> we will get to that in due time. You're going to hear all sorts of various things coming out of everyone. But I want to talk like about farts? stuff like farts <laughs> and cats running around. I got stuff I want to talk about. I would like to talk about a joke. <laughs> okay. Better be a damn good joke. So there's a guy named Mike. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> And uh, Mike has obtained a certain Dragon Ball Z movie a few times. And oh, no. this week. Oh, no. Oh, wait, Jeff. This gets amazing. This gets <laughs> oh, absolutely <God>. amazing. <laughs> Let me count the ways in which I own Dragon Ball Z movie one. The dead oh, zone. The dead zone. I knew it. So let us start back with Fansub VHS. Then in 1997, we had a variety of formats come out. Back then, I obtained the dub VHS, the subtitled VHS, and the DVD release. In 2005, Funimation started putting out that Ultimate Uncut series, uh, the first two seasons redub, and they redid Movie 1 with their cast, blah, blah, blah. So that was the Ultimate Uncut version of Dead Zone. In 2006, they put out the first Strike box set, which was DBZ Movies 1 through 3. So it was kind of like a re-release of the exact same release from a year earlier. Then there's the Dragon Box movie set that we got married 
Diary. That was in 2006. And then our buddy Timo over in Germany actually sent me over the German release of DBZ Movie 1. And then ran a little other thing. I taped it off of Cartoon Network when we played it for the first time there. See what the censoring was and get the cool announcer voice and all that. Jeff, close your eyes. Closing. Jeff, put out your hands. All right. Jeff, close your hands and open your eyes. Okay. For God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, I, let me guess. Let me guess. In this one, he falls in the fucking hole, right? <laughs> Jeff, what are you holding in your hand? It's a goddamn laser disc. <laughs> are you shitting me? No, I'm not shitting you. <laughs> is, is there anything possibly different on this one that you don't already have? No, it's a laser disc. Times? It's a laser disc. Oh, God. Mike, are you waiting for the one where P- or Pilaf stand in actually wins? Yes. So, uh, buddy Tanuki Kodibo up in uh, Brooklyn uh, happened. I don't even know what the story is. <laughs> this is really funny. On Twitter, he said something about a funeral. A couple minutes later, he sent me an email saying, hey, I have to send you something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very disconcerting right there. <laughs> a couple days later, package shows up. And it's the fucking 1997 laser disc release. So uh, mad props to... Tanuki Kuribo up there for sending this along to me. Not that we can play it, but it's awesome. No, to not have. that I can play it. I think Scott's got a laser disc player somewhere over there. Maybe I can borrow it and watch the movie again for no particular reason other than to watch it again. Hey, at least I didn't actively go out and get it. I mean, this I, is true. I would. This is true. If I saw it, I would get it. So, oh anyways. my God. So here is my task for everyone out there. I need more versions of DBC Movie 1. I still need to pick up the uh, the recent Funimation remastered release. I'll probably get that on Blu-ray because why would I get a billionth DVD? But So I've got the German version. I can't remember if the AB Group English dub release... No, there was that Super Battle in the World, the Big Green dubs, the Let That Child Alone dubs. I've got DBZ Movies 2 and 3. I can't remember if they did DBZ Movie 1. I think the story goes that they did, but they did Movie 1 at the end of their run of all the movies. But anyways, I need that. So if someone wants to grab that for me, that would be great. Um, I'd love a French release of the movie. So a Christmas list. Yes. I'm making a Christmas list for all of you foreign people. I mean, I'll be happy to trade or whatever you guys want to do. I want more versions of DBC Movie 1. Let's make this an actual joke. Because I looked down the list, you now four versions of the same thing from this one country. The German one's pretty cool, and I got the Dragon Box version. I want some really obscure versions of this movie. So How about one I hand animate myself? Thank you, Jeff. You can do that for <laughs> Flip me. Flipbook style. <laughs> and have uh, Garlic Jr. falling down a hole. <laughs> <laughs> and go on peas on him. <laughs> so uh, that is my stuff for this week. Does anyone else have any stuff? Nothing can possibly I compare dare to you that. to rival this. No. Come on. You know, I thought I had something Dragon Ball related, but I'm just so flabbergasted by what is before <laughs> me that I cannot focus. One of, one of the students at my new school has on the back of his English notebook a sketch of Majin Vegeta that I noticed. <laughs> That's not a very interesting story. But he's supposed to be studying English, but he's sketching Majin Vegeta. That's acceptable. Jeff has something. How, I, Jeff, I may have what? something. I don't know. I might. How do you possibly have a story? Uh, well, all right. I they're usually work related, right? Right. Last one was work related. This okay. is work related. Shoot. Uh, one of the guys I work with, he started. I don't know. I think like three weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Uh, comes into work and uh, he doesn't have a shirt yet. He's just still training. But you know, I didn't even notice the entire day. But as soon as I'm about to walk out, I notice on his shirt it says Dragon Ball. Okay. Like, ooh, cool guy. So I walk up to him. 
<laughs> Wait a minute, cool guy, Dragon Ball shirt. Well, you know. Proceed with caution. Continue. So, exactly, right, yeah, okay. So I walk up. Well, I mean, he works with me, so, you know. All right, He's got to be enough. cool, right? Right. I'm like, so, uh, you really like the show, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, whatever. And I said, do you listen to any podcasts? He's like, no, no, not really. I'm like, well, there's this really good podcast you should be listening to. It's called Dicentury. I actually love it. It's at Dicentury.com. And, and um, I don't know. I think I sort of had the same reaction that you did, Mike, when you oh, asked God. that one guy who was cosplaying. Have I told? Did I tell that story on the podcast? Or I, just I don't put it know. On the you, blog. I don't remember. I okay, don't remember either. Continue, Jeff. So anyway, the the reaction was just sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess you know, I I don't know, I'm not really that big. I'm like, you're wearing the freaking shirt, dude. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, you know, it's it's a cool show, and I'm like, all right, whatever. So you know, just sort of left it at that. Um, anyways, that's all for now. I will keep updates in case he starts to listen. I will let you guys know. Fantastic. But Thank if you. he is listening right now, I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> I um, just realized that my volume was all the way up at 11 on my particular mic. So hopefully any – did it sound weird to you, Julian, at all? Was it fine? Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I like to scream when I do a podcast. But no, I think I balanced it out a little more, so hopefully it's not going to peak. But Jeff, um, to kind of bounce off of that story, I know I posted it up over on VegitoEx.com, the blog over there. I don't know what I... I think I just called the blog the blog, or is the blog WTFEX? I haven't really figured that out yet. I don't know how to describe it. But anyway, so here's the story from Anime Weekend Atlanta. So, um... Buddies Brad and Jay are doing a panel, and I'm supposed to go down and possibly do the podcast roundtable that Anime World Order was putting on, but it got shifted around in the time schedule, and it was going to be up against Iron Editor later that day, which I obviously couldn't miss out on because Mary was actually doing the event. So I had some free time. I was wandering back up to go back into the panel, and I saw these couple Dragon Ball cosplayers. I'm like, oh, sweet. I can actually get some pictures, first ones I've seen. So there's like four of them, I think. There's a Yajirobe, an 18, I think a Goku. So I took their picture and I said, oh, hey, um, thanks. You know, it was all right if I put this up on my site. I got a pretty big site. I think people would be really interested in this. Oh, yeah, cool. That's great. Great. Appreciate it. And I said, hey, so do you guys listen to any podcasts? And I get like these blank stares in return. I get the blank stare and they go, what's a podcast? I'm like, oh, yeah, on our website, you know, we do this weekly show every week. We talk about news and stuff that's going on with the series and all these in-depth topics. Another four or five second blank stare and the Yajirobe cosplayer goes to me, well, I'm not that big a fan. And as I said on the vlog, I had to hold myself back from going, but you're fucking cosplaying Yajirobe. No one cosplays Yajirobe. What do you mean you're not that big a fan? I mean, Mary, you say granted. It could have been like a dare a friend made him cosplay as Yajirobe. Sure, whatever. But come on. Indeed. Not everyone knows about podcasts. I, I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're a big nerd, too. Listen to the goddamn show. So that's... That's Mike's number one way of winning over fans is yelling at them. <laughs> yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> grabbing them by the neck. Why aren't you listening? <laughs> oh, all right. That's the end of the stuff, I think. That went on longer than I thought it would. But there were wonderful stories from all parties involved. This is Herms, here to tell you the story about how I did not get to see the new special, despite being in Tokyo when it was playing. The thing is, you needed a ticket to get in, and the only way to actually get a ticket was to send in a postcard to jump. And 
then they'd decide at random from those entries who would get a ticket to go in. But the only problem was that to, in order to send one in, you'd need to send it in from an address in Japan. And the deadline to do this was like, I don't know, five weeks ago, and I've only been here for three weeks. So that was a problem. But uh, Hujio, my partner in crime over at Kanzentai, he tried to set up some of his friends in Japan to try and have them send in a postcard for me, but it didn't really pan out for various reasons. So I had no ticket and therefore no legal way to get into the thing. But that didn't really stop me from trying. Although when the day the thing actually came, I had come down with this horrible ear infection, and so I didn't really feel like getting out of bed. But I figured that since I had the opportunity, I was morally obligated to try and do something. So I got on the train and headed down to Hibiya Park, which is where they were airing the thing. Hibiya Park is located basically in the middle of Tokyo, while my dorm is located to the west. So it was quite a long train ride, and I had to switch trains a couple of times. While I was at one of the train stations waiting for my transfer train, I saw this soba udon stand where you put your money and order into this vending machine type interface out front, and then you'd go inside and wait until they made your food. There was a little while until my train came, and I was pretty hungry, so I went up to the thing and tried to order, but the second I put my money in, the thing started making this horrible car alarm type noise, and it wouldn't do anything no matter what I tried. So I'm hitting every button trying to get it to stop making this damn noise and get my money back, and all the while it's going... There, there's some sound effects, courtesy of my broken alarm clock. It's not really what it sounded like, but it was something equally annoying. So while I'm trying to get it to stop doing that, someone goes into the shop and gets the shop lady to come out and take a look at the machine. She opens it up and starts messing around, but while she's doing that, my train comes. Now, I had put a thousand yen into that machine, which is about ten dollars, so obviously I wanted to get my money back. But by the time she had gotten everything fixed, my train had left, so I was stuck there for another ten minutes until my next train came. But since I had the time, I reordered my udon and had that while I waited. It was pretty good, so I guess everything worked out. Still, because of all the udon-related technical difficulties, by the time I actually managed to get to Hibiya Park, they had already started screening the special, so everyone with a ticket had already been sorted inside, and there were only staff members outside. This kind of shot my original plan in the foot, which had been to try and blend in with the crowd and sneak in. Of course, this would have involved me blending into a crowd comprised mostly of Japanese children, which probably would have never actually worked very well. With that ruled out, my only real plan to get in was to basically just pretend to be some stupid foreigner. Of course, I'd already been playing that role for the whole three weeks I'd been there, so I had some practice. Before I go on, I should mention that the actual place the special was being screened was Hibiya Public Hall in the middle of Hibiya Park. This was basically a two-story stone building, and in order to get inside, you had to go up a flight of stairs into the second-story balcony area. In front of those stairs, there were a bunch of tables set up with red-shirted staff members. I don't really know what they were doing, since I tried to avoid looking directly at them, but I guess they were distributing pamphlets or something. Maybe I should have picked one up in retrospect. Ah, well, what you gonna do? So I strolled up to the hall in the slowest, most touristly manner I could manage, trying to look around at everything and take it all in. Except, like I mentioned, I tried not to look directly at any of the staff members, since I figured if I made eye contact with any of them that they'd start asking me questions, so... Best not to go down that road, is what I figured. So I walked right past them, in a casual and leisurely manner, and went up the stairs into the balcony area, then into the entrance. The entrance, as it turned out, was really, really small. It was actually a pair of double doors, but one of them was closed, and then half of the open door was blocked by a staff member who was holding the sign marked 
jump super animator or some such thing. So altogether, it's like a fourth of an actual door. There's no way I could have just walked right by this guy unless I shoved him out of the way, which probably would have alerted his suspicions somewhat. The entrance guy looks at me, and I just smile back at him. Then he asks me in Japanese if I have a ticket, and I just keep on staring and go, Uh, what? Seeing this, a suited staff member at the foot of the stairs comes up and asks me in Japanese if I have a ticket. I give another, uh, do a bit of a potato. And so he says, in English, this is an event. You need an invitation to get in. So he knew pretty good English. Crap. He says again, you need a ticket to get in. And so all of a sudden this light bulb goes off in my head as I remember that I have this extra train ticket in my pocket. So I pull it out and hand it to him. I'm not entirely sure what I expected to actually happen here. Maybe that he'd just take pity on me and let me in. But no, he says, not that kind of ticket. Well, not in that voice. He's actually pretty nice, considering what a doofus I was being. So then I asked him, okay then, how much for a ticket? And he said, you can't buy them. I was out of ideas, so I figured I'd just head back down the stairs. As I was going down, the suit guy turns to the entrance guy and goes, foreigners. And they both laugh. I guess I deserve that. So, yeah, I've completely failed to improve the image of foreigners in Japan in the time I've been here. I guess I'd make a pretty crappy UN ambassador. This was all a little after 10 o'clock, and there would be another screening at 2.30. So in the meantime, I figured I'd just wander around, be a park at random, and try to think of a new, ingenious plan to get inside. Something involving a wooden horse and a series of ingenious James Bond-type gadgets. Or just bribe them. Although I guess I already technically did bribe them when I asked how much it cost for a ticket. The park itself was pretty nice, with trees from all over the world, and a big fountain, and a giant solar-powered clock, and a bunch of other crap like that that was really nice to look at. As I was walking through, I periodically looked back at the hall to see if maybe the staff members had all gone away or something, but no, they were still standing around. Sometime later, maybe half an hour to an hour, I'm not really sure, I wound my way back to the hall. I noticed that there were a few ground-level back doors to the halls, so I approached these, and then I noticed that one of them was open. Like a tiny bit, like it was stuck or something. So this is the perfect opportunity, right? I approached to enter it, but then I look up all of a sudden, and I notice that from the second-story balcony area, there's this red-shirted staff member looking at me with his really fuck-off look in his eyes. So I figured it was prudent to leave. Next, I went to Akihabara and stopped at this bookstore where I got one of the Dr. Slumcons and bought in the Tenkaichi Densetsu Guide. So the day wasn't a complete waste, DB-wise. By now, it was almost two. I considered going back to Hibiya Park to try and sneak into the 2.30 screening, but I figured that wasn't a really good idea, what with the staff member having seen me. Not to mention I now had two jump-related books, so that would have kind of undercut my whole I'm just some random tourist who has no idea what's going on here stick. So I went back home. My ear infection was acting up by now, and I felt really sick, so I ended up getting lost on the train system for a really long time. But that's another story for another day. Once I was back in Kogani, I got some sushi to take home for lunch. As I was walking back, I got this Do Not Cross sign at a really small street where there is no traffic at all. So I considered jaywalking, but then I figured that since I'd basically spent the entire day trying to unlawfully enter an anime screening, that the least I could do was try to obey my local traffic laws. Try not to think through the logic of that statement very far. So I waited patiently for light to change, which it did, and so I went on in like a foot later or something, I get another do not cross sign at another street with no traffic at all. So I go, the hell with this, and just went on through. And that is how I failed to get into the new Dragon Ball anime special. Next week, I'll tell you about how I failed to get into the Imperial Palace. Goodbye now. (laughs) 
Swat. Swat. Why do you want to give your money to him? Okay. 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 Oh dear. What? 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 That strikes me as a bit far-fetched. <laughs> what? 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 You ain't getting me into that plane. God. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, God. Now get off my lawn.